Welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that highlights a wide range of challenges and triumphs that our military-connected kids experience. My name is Nikki Harrison, and I'll be your host today. We'd like to say thank you to the support of the Marne Community and Spouses Club for this episode. This week, we're in Washington, D.C. at the Global Training Summit, and we are excited about that. Today, I have Tina Norris joining me to talk about self-care essentials for our military families, and especially during a PCS season. Tina, could you tell us a little bit about yourself as well as PC? Yes, thank you so much for this opportunity, Nikki. My name is Tina Norris. I am the Family Engagement Specialist with Pizzi. And Pizzi is a statewide nonprofit whose passion really is to empower families in Virginia who are navigating special education. I also wanted to mention really quickly that Pizzi is the military uh, technical assistance provider for our Region B and Region D. And what that simply means is that we work with those parent centers on how to best support their military families. So I thank you for this opportunity for us to chat around self-care, something that I am super excited about and passionate about. And I am too. I think this is a fantastic topic and so relevant So first, let's just start with talking a little bit about what self-care is. I know a lot of us have some assumptions about what it is and what it isn't, but could you define for our listeners what self-care really is? Yes. So you are right. There are a lot of myths about self-care, and some of those rely on the fact that it requires you to go and get a massage or a pedicure or a manicure While all of those things are great, self-care really is so much more than that. Self-care is defined as an intentional time taken by an individual to nourish himself or herself with the sole purpose of enhancing their energy, restoring their health, and reducing stress. So who wouldn't want to do activities to help reduce those areas in our lives? Absolutely. I think that is really important. And I think I talked with you a little bit earlier about, I I didn't realize it was part of my self-care, but I love to kind of garden and be outside with my plants and my flowers. And that's really become what I consider a self-care practice for myself, but I guess I didn't really realize it when, you know, over the years. So I appreciate you kind of talking about what self-care is. Why should we prioritize it? And really, what are some of the benefits of doing some of those self-care practices? Well, I'd like for our listeners to really be able to look at self-care through a new set of lenses. And that's really about prioritizing Uh, things that we do that really make our hearts smile. And you'll hear me say that often. And whatever that activity is, just like you mentioned earlier about gardening, that's something that you really enjoy. And so when you are in that space doing that, that's your time that you're really nurturing yourself. And so really the whole premise of self-care is really to allow an individual to do an activity or something that makes their heart smile that allows them to remain so that when we are giving of ourselves to other people, we're actually able to share 
from our overflow and not from a space of being empty and depleted. I love how you talk about sharing from the overflow because I I kind of get this visual in my head of the, the cup that's half empty and half full and how a lot of times we're trying to do all the things and we're kind of giving all of our time, but our, our cup's not full. Uh, and so it's hard to, that, to do that. And so giving from the overflow, I think is a fantastic way to kind of look at self-care. So when are you needing self-care and how do you know that you're going to need it? And what are some of those red flags? I feel like there's some, some signs that we get at times as individuals that we need some self-care. I think it's critically important that we really begin to know ourselves, know our bodies, and really begin to look at, at us as a whole. And so when we begin to get to a space when we are feeling tired, depleted, it's a time for us to really stop because when we don't, as you mentioned earlier, those red flags will begin to emerge and they manifest in the form of compulsive behaviors. For instance, we get frustrated or cranky. And then even when I'm doing my presentations, I talk about being in a space where we feel needy sometimes. And when we get to that particular place, it's when we begin to look to other people to restore and replenish us when this is something that we should be doing for ourselves to keep our cups full. I think that's great that you said there, there'll be some compulsive behaviors that happen or some frustration. And I even, you know, we're talking about our military families. So they're not only taking care of themselves as individuals, but their, their families as well, right? The, their children. And I always think about, I, I feel like I think about hangry with, with kids, you know, hungry, angry, tired, frustrated. And when they're in that space, they don't operate at full capacity, right? They can't focus on, on anything else because they're, they're needing some self-care. I love that you mentioned that and, and highlighted some of those red flags. So I know that we talked a little bit earlier about a term that I had not heard of, and it was just very intriguing to me. And I think it would be for our listeners as well. Uh, and it's this uh, term of vicarious trauma. I know we talk about all sorts of trauma, especially in some of um, our presentations that we do at MSEC, but this vicarious trauma I thought was particularly interesting. So could you explain what that is? Absolutely. So this term vicarious trauma is also what we call compassion fatigue. And it's the latest term that is describes the cost of caring for others. And so I really want our listeners to really think about this. And so vicarious trauma is the effect that people internalize when they begin to hear and experience a lot of traumatic either stories or event. And so many of us uh, wear multiple hats and while we may be military families and military spouses, um, some of us work. And so with that being said, it's critically important that you remember that vicarious trauma is also known as the emotional residue or that exposure that many professionals 
again, hear and take in on a regular basis and you begin to hear the fears and the pain and terror that come with a lot of traumatic experiences. So it's critically important that we really be able to recognize what vicarious tra uh, trauma is and how do we put strategies in place to deal with it. Thank you for explaining that because I just thought that was such an interesting term that I hadn't heard before. And I, I thought about in the, the setting as professionals, because like you said, as, as military families, military spouses, uh, you know, service members, we are in professional settings at a lot of times. And so I, I just, the first thing that came to my mind was kind of that toxic work environment or that toxicity that sometimes you may experience um, in your day-to-day -day and how that could really fall into this vicarious trauma category, depending on, on that situation. So since we've talked about what vicarious trauma is, what can you do if you recognize and you acknowledge that you're suffering from vicarious trauma? What about determining the cause of it? Um, one of the strategies for really dealing with uh, vicarious trauma is really important to have a healthy work-life balance. That's critically important. So as we are taking in a lot of this tra traumatic um, experiences and hearing all of this, it's really important that we have that work-life balance so that when I leave work, what can I do to refill my cup? So again, keep in mind that we're operating from the overflow. And if, as you asked earlier, if an individual feels that they are in that space where they are the ones causing this traumatic um, or vicarious trauma, it's really important to remember that it's okay to ask for help. Professionals and counselors are there to help. And there's no shame. Give yourself grace. And again, when you put yourself in that place of opening up and accepting help, what you're actually doing is giving yourself self-care. And I love that you highlighted asking for help, seeking help, if you feel like that you're in a place where you need that. At MSEC, we have so many resources and we talk about so many, uh, you know, things that individuals can do to seek help if you feel like you need it. And I love that you've highlighted that it's okay for you to, to ask for that. And so I think that's important for our listeners to know as well, um, especially with this vicarious trauma. So in regards to our military families, and, and we're talking about self-care essentials, why do you think it's important for our military families to practice self-care? And how about it being more important or especially important during a PCS? You know, PCS season is very stressful. Our military families are, are highly mobile, and you might need more self-care during that time. Absolutely. And it's really about setting, stepping back again and really prioritizing yourself, I think is critically important as well, because the more that you are able to uh, prepare for the PCSing to come, the deployments, all of these things that are happening in your everyday living uh, lived experiences. I think when we incorporate self-care in that, it helps us to reduce our stress levels. 
And I would totally agree with you. I think it does help reduce the stress if you you have some self-care practices that you're doing, especially for our military families. So we know it's important for our families to practice self-care. What are some tips that we could provide for the families to minimize the stress during PCS? I always love a great uh, tip or tool that I can put in my toolbox and, and try to implement or use with my family? Well, the most important one that I will share with you is the importance of connecting with our support systems and asking for help when it's needed. Again, there's no shame in asking for help. When we begin to feel overloaded, sometimes we just need to stop, step back, and just ask for help. And what about a hobby? What is it that you do again that makes your heart smile? Whatever that is, you should be doing it and you should be doing it often. And also our kiddos, tapping into them as well and allowing them space and opportunities to do some things that they enjoy doing will help them to remain centered and I often say aligned and balanced. If we practice positive gratitude, that's another thing. There's so much going on in the world, but if we can stop sometimes and just look at what is good around us will help us. And that's a tip that I'd like to share. Also getting a lot of rest. Rest is so critical. Exercising, whatever that exercise may look like in your household, because no two self-care journeys are the same. And lastly, I would say setting some goals for yourself and for your family while your loved one is deployed. What are some things that you would like to accomplish as a family so that when your loved one comes back, there's some things that you can share? So again, beginning to look at this time of PCSing through another set of lens with incorporating self-care will really be able to help you stay aligned, centered, and balanced. Those are some fantastic tips. And I and, and it really kind of made me think of a close friend there going through a PCS this summer. It's very stressful. It's the one of the first ones with their kids and they've They've been at this, you know, duty station for quite some time. And I love how, you know, she talked about doing this kind of fun adventure across country because they're kind of going from one coast to the mm -hmm. other. And mm -hmm. so, you know, they've mapped out like fun places along the way that they can stay and do activities with the kids. And I thought, what a fantastic way to make that, that trek from one coast to the end that a lot of our families do less stressful and more fun and, and incorporating some of those self-care tips, right? You know, where, uh, you know, I just, I thought about that and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I never thought to do that, but how, and they're having so much fun and, and making memories and taking pictures along the way, which I think makes it very positive, you know, gives it that positive experience. So I love that. I know. Right. I loved it too. I was <laughs> like, I keep looking at all the pictures and thinking like, wow, what a fun time for the kids and for them as a family as well. So uh, some great tips that you gave. What are some resources that our military families can use to support 
them in the self-care journey or to initiate self-care because sometimes the hardest part is just figuring out where do you start, you know, in regards to self-care. Absolutely. So the military has a lot of uh, supportive resources to help our military families. But let me start by saying, if you are new to self-care, it's important to start small and then gradually build. So if you can carve out five minutes, I oftentimes say that we're given 24 hours in a day. And how much time are we really carving out for some me time? And if you just start with five minutes, and then when you've mastered that five minutes, go to six minutes and then go to seven minutes and then increase it as your schedule permits. But that will be one uh, strategy that I would share with you. But I wanted to share really quickly four um, great resources for military families. One of them is Military One Source. And that's a res uh, organization that helps military families reach your goals and overcome any challenges that you have while your loved one is deployed so that your family can thrive. And also USO, and they create and maintain connections between service members and their families doing employment. So that's a priceless uh, service there that you can tap into. And then also the Military and Family Life Counseling Program. And they provide service members and their families and survivors with non-medical counseling worldwide. So regardless of where you are, those are resources that you can tap into. And I wanted to share two apps with you. One is called Breathe to Relax, and the other one is called Virtual Hope Box. And both of those are apps that really will assist you with learning how to do deep breathing techniques to help you relax and to unwind. And so again, as you are navigating and trying to find your, your space in all of this self-care journey that you are either beginning to embark, embark upon or starting, just give yourself a little grace. Just start with five minutes. I think that's a great uh, you know, tip to give everyone is just starting with five minutes a day. I think that's fantastic because when you don't know where to start, we all have five minutes. I mean, I probably spent more than five minutes this morning scrolling through my phone and looking at social media platforms. So, you know, I could have utilized, you know, that five minutes to kind of focus on some self-care at the beginning of the day. So I think that's great. And I think those resources are fantastic for our military families as well. Finally, I would love for you to share with our listeners one piece of advice that you would give the person that thinks they don't have time for self-care. So many of us are busy and we have our like plates overflowing. I know that I do. And sometimes we don't think that we have time for self-care, but what's one piece of advice that you'd give that person? So a piece of advice that I would share with the person who feels that they just don't have the time for self-care in any form is to give yourself a little bit of time to just stop for just a moment and think about what do you enjoy doing that makes your heart smile. And whatever that is, do it and do it often. Some of us may like to detach and listen to music. Others may detach and scroll through social media or watch something funny on TV. 
whatever that is, and also include include your children and make this a family time. What is something or an activity that you can do as a family that you enjoy doing as well? That's carving out self-care. Get outside, walk outside, look at the trees, look at the sky, notice nature, listen to the birds chirping and the dogs barking, listen to children laughter. Whatever that space is, whatever you find that you really enjoy doing, do it and do it often. And I would just wrap up with that definition of self-care. It's really about intentional time taken by any individual with the sole purpose of nurturing him or herself to enhance their energy, restore their health, and reduce their stress. So again, whatever you find to do that makes your heart smile, that's your self-care. Do it and do it often because you're worth the investment. I think that's fantastic. And I love that you have mentioned several times in our our conversation about doing what you enjoy and what makes your heart smile. And I think that is just perfect. I thank you so much for chatting with me today and talking about self-care and the importance of it, especially for our military families. So I really appreciate that. It has been my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. I'd like to again thank Tina for her time today. For those of our listeners that are registered for the Virtual Global Training Summit, you can watch Tina's webinar, Self-Care Essentials for Military Families, on demand in the event platform. Thanks for listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to leave us a comment on topics you'd like to hear more about. We'd like to give a special thanks again to Marn Community and Spouses Club for supporting this episode. We hope you will too by giving today's show a five-star rating. I'm Nikki Harrison. Until next time, in a world where you can be anything, be kind. Be kind.